Welcome to the Marriage by the Book podcast. Whether you have a great marriage or one that needs improvement, this is the show for you. Since 1994, we've used biblical principles to help hundreds of couples, just like you, find relationship success. As you listen, you'll get practical tips, knowledge, and motivation that will help bring greater intimacy and happiness to your marriage so that you can enjoy the relationship you've dreamed of. And now, this is Marriage by the Book. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Marriage by the Book podcast. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Rick. And today we are bringing you part two of our holiday survival guide. Mm -hmm. Um, And today we're going to be talking about gifts. Right. You know, one of the biggest traditions at Christmas is the giving and the receiving of gifts. You know, that's really a very powerful and meaningful thing to people. Gifts are just important to people, especially at the holidays. Uh Right. And I think most people, Rebecca, have those, you know, glowing memories of (laughs) Christmas morning, you know, waking up extra early. Running to the Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. opening gifts, you know, maybe toys your parents stayed up all night putting together. You know, I never thought about that when I was a kid. My my parents putting those toys together. I just thought, you know, it was just awesome in the morning. It was magical. Right. Or maybe that shirt, you know, maybe your grandmother bought you. It's like three (laughs) sizes too big. I say that because my grandmother used to do that. She would buy (laughs) me a shirt that would fit me now. You know, I was 14 at the time and a shirt that would fit me now would have been huge on me then, obviously. So anyway, but she would do that. (laughs) Well, you grow into it, I guess. I guess so. You know, Christmas is usually uh, just almost like a magical time Uh for a kid. And, you know, Christmas and the holidays in general are a time, um, especially when you're young, you you grow up and you enjoy it so much. Mm -hmm. And for most people, it's filled with good memories and, you know, hope, anticipation, and, and people can have very high expectations. Yes. I think about little kids. Like we have some very young grandkids and they just have tremendous expectations for Christmas. I think Christmas. it's awesome. Yeah. So, but anyway, so why, why do you give gifts, Rick? Well, you know, I think just talking from the Bible, I think about the wise men who brought gifts to Jesus, you know, and, and why did they bring gifts to Jesus? Well, I think it was to honor him and to value him. And to acknowledge him, you know, he was a priority to them. And, and the fact that they brought those gifts shows that he was important. Um, you right. Know, he was the promised Messiah. Right. Not only that, you know, I mean, not only was he important, but think, and not only did they bring gifts, but think about what they did. They traveled a great distance, you know, probably right. about 550 miles. Most scholars think they came from Babylon and traveled to Israel there, you know, to Bethlehem to, to yeah, find Jesus. Yeah, that's a long way back then. That's a long way. You know, Ezra 7, 9 says that that's a four-month journey. Wow. <laughs> that's a long time to travel on a camel to, to see someone. Gift. Yeah, to <laughs> give a gift. So th- this shows the value they placed mm-hmm. on Jesus. So we're talking yeah. about why give gifts. You know, think about the effort they made, the value, the priority, the honor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, I know for us, for Rick and I, our, our first Christmas mm. or our first few Christmases mm. were not that great. Right. You know, I had great Christmases growing up. I well, think let Rick me let me too. qualify that just a little bit. Our first couple of Christmases probably were okay for me, but not so much for Rebecca. And I cringe when I think about these things. But go ahead, babe. Okay, so you know, usually um, our, our our first Christmases, it wasn't like we had a lot of money, but um, you know. 
Rick had a lot of gifts given to him at Christmas by his parents and things like that. But, um, and I really went out all, all out to try to, to do what Rick wanted for Christmas, to give him what he wanted, you know, even though money wasn't, we didn't have just a lot of money. I was able mm-hmm. to, you know, find some things that he really wanted. And I thought he would do the same thing for me. I just thought he would know. <laughs> I just thought right. he would know what I wanted. And, um, you know, he would get like something really cool and he would buy me something. Like I remember one time he bought me the first Christmas, he bought me the same things he bought his sister. And Ooh. I was just like, I'm your wife. Not Bad. your sister. Yeah. And we Bad shouldn't idea. be equaling, you know, and it just, it just made me feel like he didn't value me. It wasn't that, and the, the gifts weren't so great either, but, you know, because, not because it was a bad gift, but it was just not, it was like he didn't know me. Mm-hmm. And so what he bought didn't reflect that he ever even listened to me or even lived with me. And she's right. I, I really didn't put a lot of thought into it. I just went shopping and saw something I liked and said, well, geez, maybe she'll like that. And I got it for her. Yeah. Know? And it was kind of like an easy thing. The first thing he saw, mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, not every woman likes the same things. Right. Um, and we can get caught up in stereotypes. So, um, yeah, it depends on the person. This goes for men too. Not all men right, like that. Some exactly. men like golf, some men like hunting. That's very stereotypical, I guess, but people are different. They like different things. Yeah. And so the gift doesn't, it doesn't have to be a, like a budget buster, mm-hmm. but it does need to be thoughtful and considerate. And, you know, I remember this one couple, Rebecca, that we, we had, um, in a class we did where, to her, a very romantic gift was a washer and dryer. And that would not be romantic to me. For most people, it wouldn't be, but for her, it was. <laughs> but, you know, that but just know says, your spouse. Right. You just, it just proves you need to know your spouse, you right. know, what I would like. It, and, and that's where I think sometimes men get in trouble. And not just men. Women can do this, too. But it's like if they don't know and you hadn't really talked about it, then you can just go with a stereotypical thing or the first thing you see at the register or, you know, like when you walk mm-hmm. in the store or something like right, that. Right. And then, um, and then it just creates a lot of hurt um, because it makes, you know, like if Rick gives me a gift, that's not about me, not something I would want or anything like that. I feel like he doesn't know me and he doesn't value me, not mm-hmm. because it's about the money or whatever. It's, a, it's about what I would want knowing me. And mm-hmm. or listening to me. So it's good to know your spouse. It's good also to ask what they want. Yes. And they might tell you, like, I'm notorious for this in our family. People ask me what I want, and I'm like, I don't know. Or, know? or he'll say, I don't need anything. I don't need anything. Ugh. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, you know, that's disheartening, too, because I know Rick wants to buy me something, mm-hmm. but it's like giving and receiving. You know, God gave us Jesus, but we have to receive Jesus. And, uh, you know, it was like, oh, well, I don't really need Jesus. Uh, you do need Jesus. And, you yeah, know, it, yeah, yeah. it's to me, it's disheartening when Rick tells me, well, I don't really need anything. And I'm it's thinking, not that's not fair. Yeah. That's not fun. Right. So, um, you know, and I can feel like uh, also if he doesn't tell me or doesn't talk about something that he wants, I feel like he doesn't want to share his life with me. Mm. And, and he becomes very, like, self-sufficient instead of a relationship that we share together. Right. It's not, that's not my intention, but my intent, but it can come across that way. So what you're saying is it can make it hard when somebody says, Hey, you know, I really don't want anything or or I don't know what I want. And, and, you know, it's not like you can, you can say, well, you know, just take some time and think about it. And sometimes it is hard to think about something, you know, if, you know, 
just something that you want or whatever. But I think too, for women, um, I think you can, for men, you need to think about it and let your wife know something. But for women, I think a lot of times women just expect them to know. And Mm. you know, that's wrong. They are not mind readers. Believe me. I'm not. Um, No. So yeah, don't expect somebody to just figure out what you want. You know, like Rebecca just said, don't say something like, well, you know, if I have to tell you, it's no good. Yeah, that's, that's not good. So you need to listen when, you know, when you're talking to them and even throughout the years, sometimes I'll make a list. If I hear Rick talk about something, I won't Mm -hmm. just say, Ooh, I'm going to write that down, but I'll just kind of go write it down on my phone, I'll make a list of things that, you know, because during the year, you know, he may say something and I may not be thinking about it at Christmas. And so, but I want to do something that he wants that I feel like, okay, I've listened to you and I want you to know how much I love you. And that's why I give, you know, the Bible talks about for God so loved the world that he gave love gives. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about gifts, you know, love gives, you know, um, some people try to drop hints about uh, what gifts they want. But then some people sometimes I'm, I'm thinking about like, I hate to be stereotypical, but guys, a lot of times like me, aren't necessarily good at, at getting the hint. Um, yes. And so, so maybe give me a list, you know, so, say, so, I want this for Christmas. Right. And so if your spouse asks you for a list, don't be put off by, well, they shouldn't have to ask me for a list. Just give them a list. It's mm. better. It's much better to me, especially when money's tight, don't get me something that, you know, you could have spent $20 on something that I don't even like. I would rather have $20 at some, even as a gift card, like to, you know, like it may be a restaurant or Starbucks or something like that. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, something like that. I mean, cause then it's like, okay, well at least I have this and that's a good thing that I will use and that I like. Right. You know, one and Rebecca said this several times already, but one of the best things you can do is just listen. Right. You know, people will tell you what they want. Now, just listening is different than her asking me a question and then listening. To me, it is. Follow what I'm saying here. If Rebecca asked me what I want, or let's say if my kids, okay, specifically, I tend to think different about telling Rebecca what I want and telling them. If my kids say, well, hey, what's something we can get you for Christmas? I start thinking about, you know, what should I tell them? You know, right. what's it going to cost them? Uh-huh how much trouble is it going to be for them to get it? I start thinking about those things. So sometimes that's why it's, you know, I said earlier, I tell people, well, I don't know what I want, or maybe I don't want anything. Really. I probably do know what I want and I probably do want something, but I just am thinking about, okay, are they going to be able to get this for me? The right. You don't want to put, mm, put wanna, like yeah. a hardship on them, but at the same right. time, um, so all those considerations I have kind of get in the way. You know? Right. And and <clears throat> and actually that can be kind of self-centered, um, yeah. you know, because then you're thinking about you and not you're you're not given the chance to to give them something to give you. Right. So, so but just by listening, mm-hmm. you know, if you listen, they'll tell you, you know, as they right. go along, kind of what they want, what they're interested in, et cetera. And here's another thing that Rick and I experienced, especially in those first few Christmases and first few like holidays or birthdays or whatever, you know, and I will just say this, don't be self-centered in your giving. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to bless your spouse. So don't get something that you think they'll like and you haven't asked them or they have not had shown an interest in it or anything like that. You know, uh, sometimes if you go to a store you know, it's like the first thing you see. Those impulse items at the entrance or the checkout yeah, counter. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like, you know, they're there for a reason. And so <laughs> everybody's busy. 
So you just, oh, let me just get this and I'll be done. But, you know, you don't want your spouse to think you don't value them, that you haven't put any kind of, you know, well, if I just click this button on Amazon, then I don't have to think about this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we're all busy, but we we need to not be so self-centered in our giving. Um, Prioritize yes. your busyness, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And, you know, also... Give them what they want instead of what you want them to have. Like, you know, if um, one time Rick bought me red roses for Valentine's Day and I had told him before on multiple occasions, I don't really like red roses. I like pink roses. But you know what? He wanted to buy the red roses Mm -hmm. because he saw a commercial and he thought, oh, yeah, this is what I need to do. And I was very hurt and offended and we got in a fight over it because and it was I was self-centered because I didn't appreciate the gift but he was also self-centered because he did he didn't listen to me and he did what he thought was better and so it can cause a lot of offense and and hurt feelings yeah you know if somebody makes an effort you can tell and typically if if somebody doesn't make an effort you can tell that too (laughs) and if you don't if you make an effort it kind of makes your spouse feel valued and important this goes for men and women and if you don't make an effort it makes them feel not important like you don't value them or whatever so again spend time listening thinking about them um you know find out what they like and you know when money is tight a lot of times i know when Mm -hmm. we were first married and we had kids or whatever um we mostly we just spent the money on the kids at Christmas and right. for several years Rick and I just did not have the money to buy each other gifts and after a while really the Lord checked us on this and said you know you're not really setting a good example about marriage in front of your kids right and so I would encourage you even if money is very tight make sure that you you in front of your children Talk about giving something to your spouse and, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive, especially when the kids are little, but you can make it a big deal. You know, oh, we got to get mom something for Christmas or we got to get dad something for Christmas. What do you think you would like? Because you're teaching them Mm -hmm. that marriage is important and it's a priority and that it's also not just about them at Christmas, that Christmas is, yes, it's, it's about kids, but it's also about giving. Right. So, you, just, you made a good point there. You're teaching them, you know, even even Christmas and in gift giving, it's a time to parent your kids, you know, to show them how to be and how to act when they're adults themselves. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So but like Rebecca was just saying, you know, when you're a child, you know, for most people, Christmas and the holidays tend to revolve around you, you know. Right. And, you know, as an adult. If you're if you've been brought up this way, you can bring that attitude and that expectation into Christmas as Mm. as as an adult and you can end up with unrealistic expectations um, at Christmas as an adult. And that that is kind of a hard thing to deal with. Right. So I I guess if you have unrealistic expectations like that, you kind of uh, think people ought to be treating you like your parents treated you as a child. (laughs) um yeah and everything's about you Uh um and you know our our first few christmases were really kind of like that um you know everything was about rick and he didn't even notice that i was hurt and upset about things at christmas you know he just didn't even i was dense uh, (laughs) anyway but um praise god that we worked all that out and and you know um we weren't born again then at the time so that helped Mm us to to but even people who are born again i think they still deal with some of the same stuff right yeah Uh yeah they still deal with the same kinds of things so you know 
the holidays are just a great time to prioritize people that are important to you or should be important to you and uh, show them your appreciation, show them your love mainly. You know, we were really created to be about something outside of ourselves and primarily other people. Um, And really that's where true joy and fulfillment are found. A, A great scripture that we use quite often in marriage ministry is found in Galatians 5, 13 and 14 in the Amplified Classic Bible. Now, listen to this. If people, if we could just apply this right here, it would go and understand what it means and apply it. It would go a long ways toward helping people in their relationships. It says, for you, brethren, we're indeed called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom be an incentive to your flesh and an opportunity or excuse for selfishness. But through love, you should serve one another for the whole law concerning human relationships is complied with in the one precept. You shall love your neighbor, or let's say your spouse, as you do yourself. So, you know, don't be selfish. Rebecca talked about not being selfish in our, our gift giving. Right. And, um, Either way, through about love, you yeah. or even about like what you're giving your spouse. And then she talked also about how through love, well, the scripture says through love, serve, serve one, another. one another. And mm-hmm. she talked about, you know, considering the other person, getting right. them what they want, something that's going to bless them, it's going to minister to mm-hmm. them. So that's really what that scripture is talking about there. And, you know, a great thing to do is to talk to your spouse, mm-hmm. ask them, you know, what is it? That, because, you know, you did this before you got married and you knew a lot of things that they liked and you shared a lot of conversations. And after we get married, things can get busy. Life gets busy. And so you might need to just um, value them, take them out for dinner or try to do some holiday stuff together. But then talk to them about it. Ask right. your spouse, um, you know about what they like, what what kind of things that they like. Um, you know, people change. I think sometimes yes. there's an assumption that people mm-hmm. stay the same, but they don't. They change. Yes. Their likes and interests mm-hmm. change. Their yes. favorite color can, I don't know, just things can change. Everything you know? can change, yes. Their style, style all that stuff, or, you know, everything changes. So, um, so what are some things you can do to value your spouse at Christmas? Make an effort. Yeah. You need to be other centered about what you buy them or be other centered about what you're telling them that they can get you as far as like, you know, tell them, share, share with them. Um, and you know, not all gifts come from a store, mm-hmm. you know, a really good thing, like I said, was, you know, create some time, take a date. You know, one thing that we talk about in, um, uh, in marriage, um, a lot is, is to have tea with your spouse, T-E-A. And T-E-A stands for time, effort, and attention. Right. And, you know, whatever you love, whatever you value, whatever you give priority to is taking time, effort, and attention. You're Mm -hmm. already doing it. So, um, you know, I think you should bring that into your relationship. Don't forget to have tea with your spouse. Right. T-E-A. Right. Spend time with them. Exactly. Right. Like Rebecca's saying, you know, may, maybe at the holidays you could help them decorate in some way, get involved with what they're doing. Okay? Right. And do things together. Do the holidays together. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to be. I don't want to be in it alone. I, Rebecca doesn't want to be in it no. alone. So let's mm-hmm. let's just do things together. Do the holidays together. Yes. And um, they're about they <clears throat> should be about family and um you know, your spouse is your family. So I agree with that. Right. So that really kind of, that's what we wanted to talk about as far as gifts, but we do have a question we want to address real quickly. Right. And this concerns gifts Mm -hmm. as well. So we'd like to answer questions from listeners. So what if your spouse gets you a bad gift? 
Okay, so mm-hmm. how, how should you respond We've to probably a bad all gift? experienced that? Yes. So one thing that you can do, I think, is try to remember. I'll, I'll go back to the roses example. You know, um, when Rick gave me the red roses, I should have been appreciative that he made the effort. Instead, I just was all about me. I was just like immediately mad because I felt like he didn't listen to me. But you know, yeah, so I, I reacted. She likes, I knew she liked pink roses and got her red. So. Right. So I was just hurt that he didn't buy me pink. And I'm thinking, who? what are you doing? You don't even know me. You're not listening to me. Mostly I felt like he wasn't listening to me. And so, um, so if you get a bad gift, if you get something that you don't like, appreciate the effort. You can say, you know, oh, well, thank you. Um, you know, I appreciate you at least making an effort buying me a gift, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But on the other hand, you know, maybe let maybe some hours, maybe a day or so go by unless your spouse asks you right away, well, do you like it? You know, um, you can, you need to be able to talk to them and tell them, you know, I really, this isn't my favorite thing. You can say it nice, but the, the spouse who, who's, um, who was the giver of the gift that you didn't like should be other centered enough not to get mad and mm-hmm. you know because it's an opportunity to learn something about your spouse yeah. and it's actually an opportunity to grow closer you know when rick and i talk about those first christmases and some of the things that he gave me you know especially the stuff that he gave like his sister and it's like you know i'm sure at first it was like you know his flesh was like uh, you know he was irritated well i can't believe you didn't like it but if you think about it you know if, if he sat and when he did think about it, he, he learned, you know what, Rebecca's different. She's mm-hmm. not my sister. She's she, you know, I should value her more. But not only that, she's not like my sister. My, you know, his sister's great, but I don't necessarily like I may like some of the things that she likes, but we're different. And so mm-hmm. um, your spouse shouldn't be mad that you don't like their gift. It's not it's not about you. It should be about them. So it should be about um, being able to get to know them, being closer to them, growing in intimacy as far as like getting to know them better. Um, And so uh, what would you say? Well, I'd say consider your spouse, you know, (laughs) Um, just what you were saying. Appreciate the gift and maybe depending on timing, timing, et cetera. Yeah. yeah maturity plays into it as mm-hmm. well. You said yes. they ought to be mature enough. Let them know maybe how they could have gotten you a better gift or what you would have liked to let them know in some way. You know, I know a guy once oh. who um, used to work with him years ago. He, um, on his wife's birthday, he bought her a spare tire for his truck. That is just really I don't not... think she was blessed. <laughs> Yeah, and not only was she probably not blessed, but she's, you know, it's one thing if you don't have any money and you have to get something, you know, but don't yeah. even call it a birthday gift. You know what I mean? That that, that whole situation, if, if they just couldn't have, didn't have the money to, to buy something for the birthday, don't, don't say, well, this is your birthday gift because that's insulting. So is it fair to say that if your spouse gets you a bad gift, appreciate the effort that they did make, yes. you know, encourage the effort. Hopefully they'll make more effort and give more consideration next time, but maybe you know attempt to let them know how they could have ministered to you better in that, how they could have served your desires and what you like better. 
Right. And it shouldn't just be an attempt. You should be able to have open communication with your spouse and they should not, you know, just get mad about it. And like I said, timing is probably important and things like that. But your spouse, we should be open to our spouses. And if we do something they don't like, you know, it's it's an opportunity and we need to remember that it's an opportunity to grow in our relationship. Right. So that's the answer to the question. And so join us in the weeks ahead as we continue our Marriage by the Book Holiday Survival Guide. Survive the holiday. Yes. And we want you not to just survive, but we want you to thrive and have a great holiday season together. So um, if you uh, would like to send us a question, you can uh, email us at info at marriagebythebook.org. And um, maybe we'll answer your question next time. Yes. Thank you very much for listening. See you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's Marriage by the Book podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and hit the subscribe button. For additional resources or to go deeper, visit marriagebythebook.org. See you next time.